Hi, this is Reverend Jason DeVoe speaking out to you on this Good Friday 2020. And it's one of those things I have to ask myself, why do we call it Good Friday? It's nothing really good about it if you think about it. In the sense of the world, I guess it's good because it's an extended bank holiday weekend as much as we can't really do an awful lot this weekend because we're asked not to leave our homes, which again, I totally agree with because of this coronavirus. But why is it called Good Friday? We could say it's good because we get to eat hot cross cross buns uh, in the daytime, which uh, again, I quite like, I have to be honest, and um, they're not particularly unpalatable, are they? If you like that kind of thing. Um, And generally speaking, there's sales. And that's a good thing because you get goods that are cheaper. But then, you know, regardless of the people having to queue because of the coronavirus, uh, one of the news items I looked at today was people were queuing around a car park to buy food in for the Easter weekend. And again, you know, my mind boggles because people had like weeks to think of this. Okay, so you might need fresh stuff. But with everything else going on at the moment, why are we buying more things? And weren't we ready in the first place? But then I'm talking about the world, I guess. The fact that the world says what we need is, and you should have this because it's Easter. And make sure he gets a big chocolate egg on, on, on for the Sunday morning. But coming back to the Good Friday, why is it so good? You see, Good Friday, uh, in the sense of church, we, we think about the fact that Christ was taken and then he was executed. It should really be called maybe Dark Friday or Black Friday, uh, not going into the sales Black Friday. I don't agree with that at all. But here we are in this Good Friday. And then on top of that, I have to say what's so good about it, because we're still in isolation. We still have to wait for this virus to leave our shores or at least dampen down so we can get to some sort of relative going back out and be able to shop or, or, or mix with other people, open our churches, open our community buildings, etc, etc. Go back to the football matches. Hooray for those who like to watch the football. So it's not that great, is it? And I guess for me to say, well, actually it is great, in one sense is the truth it is, but for different reasons, speaking biasedly as a Christian, because we know that there is resurrection after death. We know that on Sunday morning, we will be proclaiming and saying, this is resurrection day, it is Easter Sunday, Christ is risen, he is risen indeed, hallelujah. And everybody gets excited about that. So actually it is good because we know we're coming towards the end of this particular story Uh, which represents what Christ did for mankind, which was to give his life for humankind. So therefore, given the opportunity that if men make the choice to follow Christ, we can have eternal life. But also, it's good in the fact that we have opportunity to continue to share in this world right now. As much as we are home-based, but more or less, unless you're obviously one of these wonderful key workers that we've got and believe you me they're wonderful and I'm sure you agree agree with me on that it's the fact that you know we're not in prison and we haven't got police officers or army standing outside the house on the roads with roadblocks to stop us from going to exercise uh, or sit in our gardens and enjoy the sunshine that we currently have to have a barbecue to be able to talk to people on the telephone or indeed social media if we 
had this happened to us 15, 20 years ago, we would have had limited amount of text, would have had no uh, social media. Um, it would have been an awful lot harder. And taking it further back before that, take it into, let's say, the mid-80s, again, we'd have had our home telephones, we'd have had four channels on the TV, but that would have been it. There would have been none of this business about being able to talk to our friends online virtually or doing virtual church services or, you know, all the other wonderful things that are happening online at the moment, especially people like Gary Barlow, uh, take that guy, who is actually teaming up with various people to do uh, duos. And uh, I saw one today with Cliff Richard. Very, very good. Um, not a huge Cliff Richard fan, no disrespect to Cliff, but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but it's still wonderful what they're doing and, and Gary Barlow online. And you know what? It's very entertaining and it, and it keeps us entertained and it keeps us at home and it helps us to stay at home. But, our, you know, I'd like to think that we have more now than we would have had 20 years ago on this Good Friday. If it happened 20 years ago, um, it really would have been known as Bad Friday or Dark Friday or Black Friday because the way the world sees it. But we know as Christians that the light has come into this world. And we know that Jesus grew up to be a man. We know he ministered for approximately three years. We know that he knew what was going to happen to him and he gave himself up freely. Having had his last supper with his his 12 best mates, knowing that one of them was going to basically betray him to to take his legs to to push him in the corner to have him removed name of Judas he knew that when he went to the garden of Gethsemane that his mates would desert him those who went to pray with him he knew that he'd be arrested he knew he'd be taken before the Sanhedrin the the like the religious leaders of the day in in that particular part of the world he knew that they were going to try and coerce him to say things that weren't true. They knew he was going to mock him. He knew that then he would be taken before Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor of the province at that time. He knew that Pilate, after questioning and offering him up against another criminal who was known as Barabbas, would have washed his hands and handed him back after the people had screamed, crucify him. The same people who'd lined the streets not that many days before shouting, hallelujah, hosanna, the king has arrived. He knew he'd have to be beaten by the Roman guards to a half inch of his life, to have his back torn to shreds, to have a crown of thorns drawn, pulled across his head, and then to be led, carrying his own death piece, his cross, to... The, the 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 isle of the, the the mountain of the skull to be crucified between two criminals and when we say crucifixion we're talking you know the the post of the cross being dropped six eight feet into the ground to hold the weight of a man on it and they wouldn't have done it gently with the nails and the bindings across his wrists and his ankles he knew that he'd look down to see his robes that he'd been wearing being torn to shreds and, and, and gambled over. He knew that he was going to die. He knew that he was going to give his life back to his father and, he, and to look upon the sky and say, it is finished. 
and indeed it was finished. In the eyes of the people, it was completely finished. What Jesus really meant, though, was his mission had now finished and he was prepared for resurrection. He knew he'd be risen again. That's why, to me, we should maybe not be calling it Good Friday. The world has decided it's Good Friday. Just to be on the account in the Bible, the book of John 19 from verse 17 says this, and he, and he bearing his cross went out to a place called the place of a skull, which is called in Hebrew, Hebrew Golgotha, where they crucified him and two others with him, and on either side of Jesus in the center. Now Pilate wrote a title and put it on the cross, and the writing was, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Then many of the Jews read this title, for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. Therefore the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews. But he said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts to each soldier apart, and also the tunic. Now the tunic was without seam, woven from the top in one piece. They said, Therefore among themselves, let us not tear it, but cast lots for it. Who shall it be? But the scripture might be fulfilled which says, They divided my garments among them, and my clothing they cast lots. Therefore the soldiers did these things. I'm going to skip a little bit, but go to uh, verse 28 where it says, After this Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there and they filled a sponge with sour wine and put it on hyssop and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. There's clearly more to the story. We know, as I said, that we're heading towards Easter Sunday, which we would like to call Resurrection Sunday. And... uh, my prayer and and uh, my my thoughts for you this weekend is that you have a blessed and peaceful and safe weekend without fear without worry without concern i know there are many things going on around us right now my prayers also go for um the police and the fire brigade and the nhs the ambulance drivers the nurses the doctors the people who are keeping the hospital clean right now the people are trying to keep shops open to, to help those in pain, those in distress. And my prayers also go to for those who have lost a loved one. So many loved ones lost, not just in this country, but across the world because of this virus. My heart and my prayers go out to all these people and so many more. For you and your homes, for our children, for those who are vulnerable. And if you're aware of anybody who's vulnerable in your street, may I suggest that you make it a good Friday for them or a good weekend, especially if you know them through a a community activity or a church, because sometimes people are by themselves. We might be at home with our family or our loved one, at least. And then we put a few nice things in a box for them and just leave it on their doorstep. Knock on the door or or, or ring the the bell and, and just leave a message saying, for you with love. Please do something like this. Make it a good weekend and a good Friday for people. But remember, 
the real reason behind why we celebrate or not celebrate, I call it commiserate, Good Friday. It's not about the sales. It's not about the extended weekend. It's not about the barbecues. It's about Jesus. It's about Jesus, what he did for us. Thank you so much for this week. It's been a very difficult week in one shape, form or another. And, uh, but it's been a pleasure and a privilege to be able to share with you. God bless you. Take care of yourselves. And I hope to speak again soon. Take care. Thank you.